Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Comedy History 101. What do we do? We school you in comedy. I, of course, am Harmon Leon, and you've tuned into part two of our podcast on the comedy influences of the marvelous Miss Maisel. That's right. Who were the real-life influences on the fictional character? So last week was part one. Maybe you want to go back on iTunes and catch up on it. This week, uh, we'll dive into part two, which is more on uh, who were the specific comedians that influenced the marvelous Miss Maisel. And also, quick plug, I will be appearing at... SF Sketchfest, which is going on right now on January 17th, 8 p.m. at Piano Fight. I'll be doing my solo show, Harmon Leon Infiltrates Trump America. And on the weekends at the Speakeasy, I'll be doing two shows a night of my show, Jokey Okey. And without further ado... You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Good thing about doing comedy in Russia, you have captured the audience. Ah, and what we just heard there was the trailer to season two of The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Uh, welcome back once again to Comedy History 101. <laughs> where we school you in comedy. And just to bring you back up to speed, last episode, we talked primarily about season one of The Marvelous Miss Maisel, some of the influences to that. Um, Now we are just going to dive right back in and talk more about the influences and how realistic the show actually is. And with me, as always, is... Oh, I am Harmon Leon, and with me, as always, is Scott Kalanico. Hello, Scott. Hello, Harmon. Man, I heard, I heard cabs honking in the background. How realistic is that? It's like it's like New York, twenty nineteen, but nineteen fifty eight. You know. Yeah, but that's a constant of the marvelous Miss Maisel to two thousand and nineteen. Oh, listen to that. Yeah. Q Q truck to honk horn here. Yeah, uh, is a lot of honking goes on in New York. Go, oh, hey, I'm walking here. I'm hey, walking. Forget about, about it. Pizza, yeah. Pizza, hey, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, let's dive back into to to this two part episode. I think one thing. Yeah, I think Sophie was definitely like in the show. Jane Lynch, Sophie was definitely like kind of the inspiration. Phil Stiller's inspiration for her. My body's in such bad shape, I wear prescription underwear. I finally had a ship tattooed on my chest. I wanted something on it. (laughs) Would you believe that I once entered a beauty contest? I must have been out of my mind. I not only came in last, I got 361 get well cards. Um, I think for me, I think the closest like major one would be Joan Rivers. I'll, I'll tell you the way the styles are today, I'm glad I'm married, because if I was single, I could never get married looking like this, you know? And I feel sorry for any single girl today. The styles and the whole society is not for single girls, you know that. Single men, yes. A man, he's single, he's so lucky. A boy on a date, all he has to be is clean and able to pick up the check, he's a winner, you know that. <laughs> or a, a, man, a man can call up anybody in the whole world, you know that? Hello, I saw your name in the locker room. I thought I'd give you a quick call. 
Yeah, Joan Rivers at the time, she was doing the uh, the edgy comedy. Um, here's what it says about Joan Rivers uh, by the author who wrote a book called We Killed. Uh, Joan came up in the counterculture. Phyllis did too. In that sense, uh, she was in those claws, but her style was very mainstream. Joan was very personal. Like, I'm going to tell you what my life is like, which was more to the ethos of the time, which uh, Miss Maisel sort of does. Not She wasn't like a, a joke machine like Phil Stiller, who who actually uh, had a filing cabinet of all her one-liners. Yeah, she was more definitely like a, a one-liner kind of uh, person. I think there was another one that I'd never heard about her until you, we were doing research for this, uh, but Jean Carroll. Yeah, and just right before this, I watched a clip, and yeah. uh, she was really funny, and Lily Tomlin actually cites her as one of her main influences. Jack, Jack asked me to marry him. And Jack, just looking at him, he was such a hunk of man, six foot two and a solid 80 pounds. <laughs> oh, and he had the most, he had the most fascinating eyes. They kept watching each other. And every time, every time Jack came near me, I got hot and cold all over. When he kissed me, I broke out in a rash and I got sick to my stomach. I thought, gee, this must be love. I never felt so sick in my life. So I married him. Um, she had good, solid jokes. Um, but also uh, stepping into both on the show and in real life, um, did you make it as far as where she's sort of doing like a Nichols and May act yeah. at parties? No, not yet. But don't ask me that. Just, just, just talk about <laughs> it. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah. Like so that. in the show, you know, uh, uh, she quits stand up for a bit, and but at parties, uh, she hooks up with this guy who's a comic and, and, and they start entertaining at parties, sort of doing this sort of Nichols and May esque sort of act, which again was noted as uh, Elaine May as an influence uh, on the character. But anyway, doctor. Yeah. Just as we're coming out of the tunnel. Yeah. Everyone in the dream suddenly turns to me and says, look, there goes Gertrude Ederly. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't say anything. Yeah. And I give Goldie the reins of the elephant to hold because mm -hmm. I want to pay the good humor man for the popsicle. Yeah, sure, yeah. Well, suddenly Goldie turns to me and she gets very uppity and she says, if you can afford a popsicle, hold your own elephant. She wouldn't take the elephant. No. Jean <laughs> um, Carroll, uh, when she started doing comedy, um, and, and again, uh, great jokes, uh, she started out as a double act with her husband. Yeah, and then and then like the the clip that we both watched was like, I can't remember from fifty three or fifty four, and she kind of did the thing where she came out and did like a song and dance number first, and then started telling the jokes. But the jokes, I mean, it was all like a story too. She's kind of doing the uh, talking about her her boyfriend with the cross eyes and whatnot, and uh, you know, so it's it, it's like telling a story but with some jokes in there. Yeah, I think it was like one of her jokes was, uh, um, yeah, my boyfriend is about, he was a drunk or something, and he got injured outside a club. Someone accidentally stepped on his head. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> something like that. Well, what was the one, there was one where, like, the, their two eyes always met, like, his two eyes always met, kind of implying that he was cross eyed, something like that. Yeah, which I think she, uh, out of all these, I, would, I think it would be Joan Rivers and Jean Carroll were the closest to the fictional character Mrs. Maisel because she came out in like a nice dress and she wasn't mm -hmm. like Joan Rivers who kind of was really self-deprecating about her looks um, and you know she kind of got personal about her life um, 
yeah, to me, I was like, oh yeah, that seems like the closest. With, with think, a mixture of Joan, how Joan Rivers would, you know, work an audience, you know, yeah, kind of well, just it's, it's work like the crowd. At, like, at, at the end of the first season, um, the wonderful Mrs. M is dressed more or less as Joan Rivers, as Joan Rivers would come on stage with the pearls and the black dress. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, again, it's a writer's writing and creating a character, so, you know, you're taken from many sources. And, and it goes beyond that, uh of course, some someone who we've done an entire episode on is uh, uh, the one, the only, the late great Moms Mabley. Moms Mabley. Yeah, which uh, you can hear our entire episode on that mm-hmm. on uh, iTunes or at our website, ComedyHistory101.com. I'd like to introduce to you now a lady who's been one of the most popular comedians in the United States for over 40 years. Now, some of you may have uh, not heard of her yet. She's only started recently uh, doing television. But she's often been called the funniest woman in the world. And after spending a week, Tom and I, rehearsing and working with her, we, we heartily agree. Ladies and gentlemen, meet Moms Mabley. I love to put Bob to ride your son young and all. <laughs> you know, Mom don't like old men. No. No. Anytime you see me with my arms around an old man, I'm holding him for the police. Yeah, yeah good, subscribe good, today. Good but moms was great. Yeah. But moms would be almost like the Sophie Lennon character because moms yeah. came out in this frumpy house coat and this frumpy hat. When in real life, she was like kind of elegant. She would she would dress like uh, Cab Calloway. Mm-hmm. I uh, think um, while we're on that, like this was I think kind of more influenced. I'd never heard of it, about this woman comedian, but uh, more influenced. Um, I don't think directly in just more in like a kind of a New York kind of way was Toady Fields. Did you listen to uh, her insert clips here? Do you like a bargain? Me too. If I told you what I got today, you'll you'll just eat your hearts out. Stockings I picked up today. Fifty pairs of stockings I bought. Twelve cents a pair. The seams go up the front. I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. For 12 cents a pair, I can learn to walk backwards, right? Why, you need lingerie? You know what I bought for 89 cents? A bra with three cups. Maybe someday my cup will run over. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I listened to Tony Fields. And yeah. yeah, so then again in the second season of, of Mrs. Maisel, she's up in the Catskills and she's playing rooms in the Catskills. And what I read about Tony Fields is... Um, she got her start uh, playing up in the the Borscht Belt of comedy, as they call it. Wow! And so I guess that'll that'll be coming on uh, Comedy History One Hundred and One dot com pretty soon. A whole oh yeah, we a whole Borscht Belt episode. Yeah, so we won't we won't dive into the Borscht Belt here, but uh, it was you know it was kind of the resort community for right. you know uh, New York Jews to get out of New York when it's like august in in the city and it's unbearable so you know they go up to the catskill mountains and of course there's entertainment and you know like people like mel brooks and got dirty, a start dirty up in dancing the, yep dirty dancing yeah. that's the best thing so yeah. uh you know again uh i think tony fields uh really worked the catskills well, yeah. circuit and and of course another one uh, who who was an uh, influence or said to be an influence is uh, Anne Mira from Stiller and Mira. Stiller and Mira, yes. 
It's double indemnity, Rhonda. No matter how I die, you get $50,000. Please, I don't want you. If I lose an arm, Rhonda, it's $12,500. What's your arm? An arm and a leg is $17,500. Arm and a leg, I don't want. Two arms and one leg is $22,500. What's the matter with you? Two legs and one arm, it's still $22,500. Lance, please, I don't want any money. No matter how I die, Rhonda, you're sitting pretty. Lance, please. I love you. Get up, Rhonda. Yeah, what what do you know about Stiller and Mira? Uh, The father of um, Ben Stiller. Uh, Catholic, yes. Catholic and the Jew got married, and they they made a Ben Stiller. Um, are, is this the time where I'm supposed to name drop? Yeah, and, go ahead, and stuff? dude. That's the, is, that's is that okay? List, that's what they're listening in for, dude. <laughs> Are, are they listen, Are they saying, "Oh, they want, here he goes want, again"? Name dropping, how big and clever it was. Random people talking about con- <laughs> comedy. We know people. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so uh, when I moved to New York, I started a show called uh, Tale, which is a storytelling show. Which, uh, by the way, KGB. Uh, are they going to say, do I name drop or do I plug a lot Both, of things? Both, dude. It's, it's two things, <laughs> two in one. Yeah. So uh, I started a show, which is currently at the Red Room uh, above the KGB Bar monthly show. Check us out on Facebook.com slash Tale NYC. So the very first show uh, we had on the bill booked is Amy Stiller, Ben Stiller's sister. And for the show, she brought Stiller and Mira that came and watched the show. Did you say hi to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember just like being on stage and seeing them laugh. And Ann Mira came up to me and went, very funny. Oh, and I, 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 I said something like, thank you very thank much. You. That's polite. Okay, <laughs> very nice. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I was just like fresh off the boat from San Francisco. And here I am making these comedy legends laugh. Yeah, I mean, um, kind of like a more of a Nichols and May kind of guy myself. I mean, I've, I've, I remember seeing Stiller and Mira on TV, I think, mm-hmm. and just, I think they were like on HBO back in the day. But Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, Nichols go ahead. And May, Nichols and May were, were more a lot more tight. Um, yeah, just about them, like Stiller and Mira, they, they were like one of the first... Uh, graduates of second city that made it big um or you mean nichols and may no 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 uh stiller and mira okay well the nichols and may were the well com- they might have been out the- of second city as well maybe they're like uh well obviously they're the same era but um were, were nichols and may out of second city or no, were they, they were, well, what, was the, what was the predecessor theater in chicago that was that compass players thing yeah that was yeah they could have been a compass players i'm not positive maybe one of our listeners knows yes and they or if we get it drop wrong a comment after you get yeah. wrong you can go to our website at comedyhistory101.com or leave us a comment at twitter at comedy it's comedyhist101.com because you couldn't it's too many letters yeah, they only that's that was the problem, was the and then they they put it comedy history eleven. Yes, and then just, that, that that just makes no more, sense whatsoever. No sense. Comedy history. and and just by the way about our Twitter, which you can uh, uh, follow us on. Uh, comedy history was already taken. Right, so it's at that's comedy why hist comedy hist one hundred and one. No, not not yeah. com. That's for the website, but that's the Twitter. Okay, got or, it. Or or if they want to see photos of, of photos of. The history of comedy, and, and you'll put that. You know, you'll put our Instagram. Oh yeah, and what's what's the what's the login there? What's what? How do uh, they com- comedy history one one at Instagram? Wow, and what about Facebook? Yeah. Could they follow us on Facebook? Yeah, uh, Facebook dot com slash comedy history one one. Okay, okay, well, okay. Plugs all, plugs all out of the way. 
So I think uh, other than that, any any other takeaways from uh, both your your take on uh, watching the marvelous Miss Maisel or uh, the comedy or era or the village and in, in all those entities which influenced it? Uh, I enjoyed the show. I uh, thought it was really interesting. Um, thought the time frame was a little compressed, but I'll, I will for, forgive them for that. But I can see, hopefully, the folks out there got to see turned on, get turned on to some of the influences that uh, of other comedians that in, in influenced the show. Yeah, and I, I my takeaway, I think it's a fun show. Again, I binge watched it. I probably watched it all uh, both seasons within two weeks. Because uh, it's fun to watch. It's it's a stand up story and it's old school New York story, which is you know uh, always good to see. So with that, any other any other takeaways, Scott, on marvelous Miss Maisel? Yay um, nay. Don't take your don't yeah, take yeah. your shirt off on stage if you don't want to go to jail. In yeah, New if you don't want to go to jail with an actor portraying Lenny Bruce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the only thing that I know that kind of happened to that I was around for. Was um, what's his name? Um, angry drunk guy. Uh, Red Skelton. No, no. Back today. Bill Hicks. <laughs> no, no, no. Today, um, he's still around. He's still touring. Uh, Doug Stanhope. Okay. <laughs> oh right. Doug okay. Stanhope yeah. went up on stage at the um, Cap City Comedy Theater, and he mm-hmm. had somebody shave his balls while he was on stage, and then he got in trouble for that because you can't you can't do that. You can't have like naked. It's kind of in the movie. They talked about it, and in, in not in the movie, in the TV show. You like you can't have nudity and serve alcohol because you have to have some kind of special mm. license for that, and that's why he got in trouble for shaving his balls. Yeah, but um, well, rightfully so. But like in the UK, there's always people, as they say, getting their knob out on stage. Yeah. But different different laws. Yeah, different <laughs> laws. But we're talking about New York in the 1950s, so you know. Yeah. So I think that pretty much well covers, you know, our kind of uh, marvelous Miss Maisel. What are the influences of thereof uh, episode? And with that, I think it's time to plug away. Scott, I know you have some things to plug. Why don't you start the plugging away? All right. Well, thank you, Harm. Well, first of all, I was very excited here. Well, as I, we've mentioned before, I do have a uh, world premiere of our latest film that I w- wrote pr- produced and directed and Harmon also produced entitled everything you want to know about sudden birth but we're afraid to ask um it's the oral history of one of the worst police training films of all time so they'll be premiering at the sundance film festival in park city utah in january world premieres on january 25th 2019 so pretty excited about that and then always as usual Harmon and i do another podcast called this is the president where you can find in all where you can listen in to all things presidential. And you can find that right now on my website, for now, at scottclonico.com. Uh, soon to be moving to thisisthepresident.com, but that's where you can find it right now. But you'll also be able to find it on iTunes, Stitcher, LastFM, and all your favorite podcast outlets. Well done, well, well, well done with the plugging away. And and for me, uh, from January 11th uh, uh, until the 26th, though I won't be there the last weekend, but my show will be there um, every Friday and Saturday night in San Francisco. I'll be a part of SF Sketch Fest with my show Jokey Okey. Two shows a night, 7 and 9 p.m. at 
the Speakeasy in San Francisco. Um, also on the 17th, as part of SF Sketch Fest, I'll be doing my solo show, Harmon Leon Infiltrates Trump America, 8 p.m. at a venue called Piano Fight. Which oh, I heard is oh. a great venue. Wow, that's like, but it sounds like it's a piano bar, and you can hear people. Yeah, and not, not, and when it's, when it's not it's not a comedy venue. It's probably like a piano venue. Yeah, I heard it's like one of the one of these really nicest new venues in uh, San Francisco. Uh, so I've just heard good things about it, but I'll be able to tell you firsthand okay. after the seventeenth, after Fair my enough. show is there, okay. and in between that, I'll be eating a lot of burritos in San Francisco and some sourdough. Oh no, or they don't have sourdough there anymore. I think they do. I don't oh, know okay. if they got rid of that when with the tech boom. Yeah, I think they kept some of the things that were sacred (laughs) to San Francisco (laughs) as we lose more San Francisco. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we lose some San Francisco listeners on this last plug away. (laughs) And as always, uh, you could uh, subscribe and comment on iTunes. Uh, Be sure to check out all our past episodes of Comedy History 101 on ComedyHistory101.com. But leave a comment. Just leave leave it. Just do it. We'll read it. Just do it. We'll read it on the air. Why why wouldn't you? Just, just, just a few words. I just wanted to like to double check, make sure everyone knows it's comedyhistory101.com. That's where you can find everything. No more confusion, no more nothing. Comedyhistory101.com. Everything will be there. And, and no more words over chair. Words over chair? That. Well, let's just, we oh, won't. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's, that's our, our company. Parent, that's our parent yeah. corporation. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we're making it easier for the listeners. That's right. And until next time, thanks a lot for tuning in and bye bye. Bye bye. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Good thing about doing comedy in Russia, you have captured the audience. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Comedy History 101.